Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Top Flight Time Machine are going to be going on tour in early November. You will experience physical movement and emotional movement and so much more from both of us bowel movement maybe there'll be a little bit of bowel movement i can't promise it but if that's what you're looking for we can make it happen probably it won't be uh one of those things where a podcast episode is recorded in a theater fuck that this is a proper show with um songs and dancing and um high moments of uh exhilaration so come along. Let's just quickly tell you where we're going to be. Uh, the 1st of November, we're in Brighton. 2nd of November, we're in um, Nottingham. The 3rd, we're in Leeds. The 5th, we're in Manchester. The 7th, we're in Glasgow. The 8th, we're in Newcastle. The 9th, we're in Birmingham. And the 10th, we're in London. <gasps> the capital. Mm, what a uh, It's going to be good. I think there's a few tickets left at most venues. Yep. It's uh, going to be really exciting. It's called the Velvet Drain Bike Tour. It's going to be better than the last one, yeah. which is saying something, because the last one was fucking amazing. Ask anyone who yeah. went. But this one, whoa, it's going to knock your cock off. Or if you're a lady, it will knock off your boobs. Go to tftimemachine.com slash live shows to have a look at where you get tickets from. There'll also be a chance to interact with us in an official capacity while we're on stage, not after the show. In a very limited capacity. Come along, you'll love it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's a Friday morning episode. Sam, uh, before we recorded this, uh, I have just eaten the angriest burger that I have ever eaten in my entire mm. life. I took Why delivery. was you so angry, mate? Well, the burger wasn't angry. I was angry. I took delivery of a Just Eat because I couldn't be fucking asked to cook anything. Took yeah. delivery of a Just Eat from um, fantastic local emporium, Crazy Chops. I might have mentioned it before on this podcast, but if you're in Sunderland, from the south side of Sunderland particularly, Crazy Chops, great food. Yeah. So I ordered a burger, which was um, uh, bacon and cheese and, it, and an onion ring. It's got an onion ring in it as well. First Lovely. time I've had it. And it comes with big chunky chips. Anyway, just a guy comes to the door. Oscar obviously starts going, oh, 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 oh. oh the doorbell rings, obviously. So Classic I leave the living Oscar. room. I leave the living room to go and answer the front door, close the front the living room door behind me to prevent Oscar from escaping and possibly mm. mauling the just a delivery guy. Mm. Uh, take delivery of the burger and also of my son's um, pasta bolognese and chips and garlic bread. Uh, mm. I go back to the living room door, attempt to turn the door handle. It is stuck. The door to the living room is stuck. I cannot oh get in to the living room. Oh my god. I wiggle it, I jiggle it, it is not fucking budging. All the access to the things that I might need, like WD-40 maybe, 
are in yeah. the kitchen on the other side of the door. <laughs> Fucking hell. We've got the fucking dinner is there in the bag. The plates, the cutlery is all beyond the door that I can't get through. What the fuck am I meant to do? Fuck. I've never, I've never, you know, mended a, a broken door. Um, I don't even know what the thing is. You know, the, the thing that goes into the wall, you know, I don't know what it's called. The bit that goes in and out when you turn the handle. Well. You know, you oh, totally pull the, handle the metal bit that pushes me- in and out. Yeah, it's like a little knob. We will call it the knob, shall we? Is it the flange? We we'll call it the flange. flange. We we'll call it the flange. The okay. flange is stuck. I can't get the flange to fucking move. And my dinner's there, and I want my dinner. So um, there's a screwdriver in me uh, in my little office. Don't mm. ask why, but there is. So I've got the screwdriver. I've taken the plate and the handle off. Mm. Pulled the fucking. It's the mortise latch. I think it's the mortise is it? latch. Is it? I say right. I say I think it is. I've obviously right. just googled it. It's but the mortise latch. We'll call you can it buy one then. on Amazon for three quid. Which oh, mate, is, I'm a wit. I'm a wit. Screw it's quite a lot of metal this. for three quid. I mean, even though I don't need one, I'm tempted <laughs> to buy one anyway. Just so you've got one. I could have it by tomorrow. Oh, so I unscrewed the the uh, the plate off the door and the handle. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, nothing's working, so I start eating the burger. I think the burger's yeah, getting cold. I'm surprised you waited this long. I would have just given up and had the burger well, sat on the, the floor. I thought the burger might be too hot to eat at first. Otherwise, I would have, eat, would have <laughs> eaten the burger straight away. So I gave it a few minutes. I thought, I'll get this door thing sorted you out. You can't think straight about the door situation on an empty stomach, mate. No. That's what I'd say. No, I was hungry. I was hungry, yeah. I'll admit it. Exactly. It when hungriness. I was in a state like that, I'd have ended up just kicking the door through. Well, yeah, but that does a lot of damage. <laughs> I didn't really oh, want yeah. to do that. Yeah, I'm so, not saying it would have been the right thing to do. I'm saying it would have been the hangry thing to do. Yeah. I might have given a little boot at one point, but nothing happened. So I'm hungry. Uh, the door, fucking, the flange is stuck. I'm uh, standing in the hallway eating the burger, which is very nice, <laughs> by the way. Standing, you ate it standing up? It's standing up. Yeah. Oh, God. Standing burger. Mate, I feel bad for you because, in a way, the burger sounds really nice and, like, you know, brilliant. You treated yourself. Thursday mm-hmm. night takeaway, lovely mm-hmm. stuff, really luxurious and indulgent. To have to eat it in a hallway standing up, it just sort of ruins the burger it's experience un- a little bit. It's undignified, isn't it? Oh, I say a, a little bit. A lot. Yeah, it's undignified, too, for a man of your age and stature yeah i agree so i'm looking on youtube i'm looking at tutorials to try and fucking mend a door all you get is the doors that are locked and they're all suggesting the credit card method that you see in films ah that's only out of films where's my credit card it's in my trousers it's on the other side of the fucking door isn't it here now so i'm eating the burger angrily and then I'm stopping after a few mouthfuls, uh, uh, going uh, back uh, to the door, trying to do things. I've got a screwdriver, uh, chomp, got a chomp, little chomp. screwdriver. I'm sticking the screwdriver in. I'm just wiggling it around. Nothing's happening. I'm fucking livid. I'm looking up fucking locksmiths. I'm back to the burger. Oh, rum, 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 rum. Uh, anger, uh, anger, uh, anger, uh, anger, uh, anger. Mm. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Back again. Try a few more fucking methods of trying to um, release the flange. Eventually, the tiny screwdriver does its thing. I'm writhing the thing around in the fucking mm. hall where I've wriggle, took the wriggle. plate off. Wriggle, wriggle, writhe, writhe, force, force, and eventually, ping, it comes free. Love I am in. What a feeling. By that time, I've, I've had enough of the burger. I'm sick of the burger by then. The burger was fucking huge. It's one of them ones that's got a, a stick in it 
to hold it together. And I've got Ooh. no plate or anything. It just Did fell you, apart. Were you so it? angry that you ate the stick? I might have done. I don't know. I can't remember now. It's all a blur. So the burger is just in pieces in the foil. Yeah. The fucking door is now open, but all parts of the door are all over the ground. Yeah. Oscar was on the other side of the door, and he's like, "What's going on? What? What? What's what? going? What all the noise for?" And uh, I just start sitting down and explain what had happened. So now I have to go to screw fix after we finish this, get a new door handle. Oh, fucking hell. Can't you leave um, it till the morning? Uh, you know what? They're up until 8 o'clock. I want to do it now. I want to get it right. done. It shouldn't be yeah. too hard to put together. You know, he's set optimistically. But that could be another episode. So You'll find uh, it on YouTube. i tell you what would be good, actually. If you go on... Remember um, uh, briefly on this show, we became sort of quite obsessed with YouTube's handymen. Yeah, that guy called Al, who can do everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's lots of them. I can't remember who my favourite one was. Oh, we had different favourites, didn't we? Yeah. One of my favourites is, I can't remember his name, but he had a catchphrase. This is his catchphrase. Hold tight. <laughs> what? Hold, hold tight. Hold tight. But he says it in a sort of an American kind of transatlantic, yeah. like, DJ way. He goes, hold mm-hmm. tight. Just before he starts, like, unblocking a U-bend or something. I wonder if he we makes can it nick sound that. really sexy. Oh, oh, might nick that for the end of this episode, if I remember. Yeah. So I, I literally got it sorted about four minutes before we started recording this, so I'm still slightly hyper from it all. You must feel... And, uh, uh, you must be buzzing a little bit from the success of sort of dismantling a door. That must make you feel pretty good. I, I kind of I mean, do. I'm impressed. I kind of do, but I'm generally good at stuff like that. I generally don't get beaten. Are you a things. good dismantler? I can do, I can put my hand, I turn my hand to most things, most jobs. Uh, it, this took longer than I wanted to, and there was the distraction of the delicious burger as well. I've enjoyed neither. I would have been tempted to knock on the neighbour's door and go on, all right, it's me, Andy, from next door. Do you mind if I come in and the eat podcaster. my burger on your sofa? If not, I'm going to have to eat it standing up in my hallway, like, because of a door situation I've got going on. <laughs> I could have gone and sat in the car. Couldn't I? Uh-huh. <laughs> Couldn't. But no. There's that man, Andy Dawson. Oh, it's sad, isn't it? Look, he's eating a burger in his car. <laughs> I heard he was doing right good on the podcasts. Yeah. No, nah, nah, must have gone wrong. Maybe it's his wife's chucked him out. No, nah, man, he's divorced. He hasn't even he's got a wife. Oh, he's divorced he's... Andy in his car eating a burger. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a nice one, though. Is that an onion ring in the top? I think it is. Yeah. That's probably from Crazy Well, that's jobs. where all the podcast money must be going, on his f- fancy fucking burgers. Well, if he's eating his ca- burger in the car and he's not divorced, then his living room door must be jabbed. <laughs> That's your, that's your only explanation. <laughs> uh, oh, well. fucking hell. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Well, um, what a fucking eventful afternoon you've had, mate. I'm sick. Thank God that you've managed to get back access into every room in your house. <laughs> would it have jeopardised tonight's podcast recording? Yes, it would have It would have meant it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, that was my main priority. Hell, mate. Sam's expecting me at 7pm. I need to get this sorted. So He'll, and be, then thinking, He'll be worried sick. But then I'm thinking, whoa, content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my day wasn't as eventful, but I did go to see my dad, mm. which was really good. That uh, seems usually eventful 
for you. Yeah, but my dad just tells me so many stories. He's just like a story machine. Right. And you feel like you've heard them all, and then he comes out with a fucking new one. And you just <laughs> cannot fucking believe how good his stories are. First of all, one thing that you just reminded me of is he revealed quite casually that he's... My dad's 81, right? Mm. And he's grown um, quite a sexy beard since I last saw him. <laughs> really, cas- really casually didn't mention it. Just like, yeah, what's the matter? Never what seen a fucking 81-year-old yeah. with a beard like Chuck Norris before, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, uh, and he said quite casually at one point, yeah, do you know what I've... Uh, taken to eating for breakfast recently he goes I hope it's just a phase but I can't deny it I can't say I'm not enjoying it and I go what and he goes hamburger (laughs) (laughs) and I went what he goes and then he taught me through it exactly what he had he said I get up and I um, he goes I make myself a coffee and then like I get this burger (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's the burger episode. Fucking he goes, hell. I get this burger and I, he goes, I, I, I fry it in a pan. He goes, and then I get this square, I buy those squares of cheese that you get. Mm, yeah. he, he told me the specific type. It sounded quite high end, not like crappy, but he bought it in squares. He goes, I melt that on top. He, oh. goes, and he goes, who's that man with the ridiculous voice who used to be on telly and now has his own produce? And I said, Lloyd Grossman. He went, that's right. <laughs> I found at the back of my cupboard some Lloyd Grossman pulp tomatoes and garlic. And he went, I've no idea why I'd have ever bought it. I think it was meant for pasta, but I used it as a burger relish. Wow. And it's incredible. So now I've started ordering more on my delivery. (laughs) And he reckons he has a brioche bun. And I said, you're having this for breakfast every morning? He went, yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, that's living all right. 81 years old. His attitude is, Psh, I'll be lovely and dead soon. Yeah. I might as well have what the fuck I want for a, breakfast. He lives on his anything. own. Mm-hmm. He lives on his own. He spent pretty much the first year of like the lockdown properly indoors on his own, probably yeah. bored shitless, right? And uh, he's just thought, fuck it, I'll have a... Um, I'll, have, I'll start a having a burger morning. with cheese and Lloyd Grossman fucking pasta Grossman's sauce on it relish. every fucking morning. Fantastic. But let me quickly tell you the other two things that two of the best stories I've ever heard. I'll tell you the first one (laughs) and I'll tell you in advance. This is not the best one. The best (laughs) one I'm going to save to last. (laughs) The first one is this. I've told you before that my dad was a road manager in the 60s. Yes. 1965, he reckons, possibly 66. He goes on a fucking UK wide tour on a big coach Mm -hmm. as tour manager for Cliff Bennett and the Rebel Rousers, who had recently had a big hit with Paul McCartney's Got to Get You Into My Life. Yeah. The other acts, I can't remember all of them, right? But two of the other acts on the coach, and they're all on this fucking coach together, just going from Mm -hmm. town to town, are Roy Orbison and Marianne Faithful. Fuck it, hell. And my dad reckons that he sat next to Marianne Faithful most of the time. Oh, Although that did. sounded, that whiffed a little bit of bullshit, but I didn't pull him up on it. <laughs> yeah, I sat next to Marianne Faithful most days. She wanted me to. She asked me to sit yeah. next to her. Yeah, she patted the like seat. That. But anyway, I thought, fucking, this is incredible. What a life he's led. And these, you've got to understand, these stories sort of like, you know, they, 
they just come out of nowhere sort of thing. Mm. Like, I didn't know this. Then he go. I did know that he'd met Roy Orbison, but I was under the impression that he'd just met him. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And my dad was not, like, a high-up music industry guy. He was the road manager. He was, like, you know, glorified roadie sort of thing, yeah. I guess. But um, but he got on with them all, right, because he's a bit... He's, he's got the gift of the gab and all that. Mm. And he went, yeah, I got really into playing poker on that tour. I said, oh, really? I didn't know that you were into it. He goes, yeah, I got really, really into poker. And, in fact, I thought I was really good at it. He said, and who the person who loved poker the most was Roy Orbison. Mm. And I go, really? He goes, yeah. And he was a bit, you know, bit big time. So he prided himself in putting loads of money onto the table. Mm-hmm. He went, and obviously I wasn't rich. He went, but I worked out his game. And I one night I did him for a huge sum of money. In fact, I cleaned him out. And mm. I said, you cleaned out Roy Or- Orbison <laughs> in a game of poker. <laughs> and he went, yeah, that's right, I did. Wow. And I'm like, this is incredible. And they were somewhere up north. He couldn't remember where. Um, and he said, that night, everyone went to the casino Mm-hmm. Um, and I went along, and I worked out. I thought I'd worked out a system of gaming the roulette table. He said right. I thought it was something like he was talking in old money, so I couldn't quite follow. But he said, you know, if I put like a crown on black, <laughs> crown. If, it, if it didn't come, he was saying all that stuff, crown and whatnot. And he's like, and if it if it, if it came up, if I put a crown on black and it came up red, I'd then put two crown on red. Right. Right. Yeah. And if it didn't come up then, I'd then put four crown on oh, next right. year's. And then eventually, law of averages, it would come up and I'd get my money back and then some. Right. And he went, and uh, basically I kept putting it on red and it came up black about 20 times in a row and I lost every single penny of Roy Orbison's <laughs> oh, money. Oh, 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 fucking hell. So, I mean, I was wow. blown away by this story. Winning money off Roy Orbison at poker, then blowing it in a casino somewhere up north, right? I thought, this is good. Jalapeño. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. Is that the best story? Is there another story? No. It's not nearly the best story. The second story <laughs> is much shorter, you'll be glad to hear, but <laughs> so good, it, it would on any other day warrant an emergency pod. Here it goes. Okay. I said to my dad, West Ham are playing the Europa League tonight, and he said, who against? I said, Genk. And he went, ah, oh, Genk, that's the first ever place I went to outside of the UK. I went, really, that's random. What for? He went, it was a school trip. And I said, wow. 
And he goes, yeah, it was a school trip in the early 50s. And me and my mates all got to Genk. And we'd never been outside of London before, let alone England. He goes, and uh, so they just sort of let us run wild. And the first thing we did was we all went and bought cigarettes because we thought mm. that was really cool. So we all bought loads of packets of cheap cigarettes and just started rock walking around smoking them. And the second thing we noticed was that on the streets, they had these like latrines that you could just piss in publicly. So you'd oh, face yeah. the wall. He goes, but you just piss it. He goes, we could not believe it. And we're all daring each other. Who's got the balls to go and have a, a, a piss? My dad doesn't swear much. He <laughs> would have said pee, piss. Right? Yeah. Who's going to be the one to have the first genk pee in the street? And he said, <laughs> and one of my mates thought he was being a right jack the lad. So he walked over to have a piss in this latrine to impress us with a fag hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> So he's standing there pissing with a with a fag hanging out of his mouth like he's shut the biscuit, but he coughs and the cigarette falls onto his willy and burns it. <laughs> Brilliant. Burnt cock in genk, mate. Burnt cock in genk? I think it's a false song, I, isn't it? What? That's an absolutely amazing story. And he chucked that out like the breakfast yeah. hamburger and the Roy Orbison uh, poker wow. night. Like, just with, I said, what? I can I probably, we were having lunch. I probably spat my food out. I was like, Very... your mate dropped a fag in the street and gave onto his willy and burnt it. <laughs> yes, correct. Yes, he did. That's how my dad talks. Correct. <laughs> Would you like some relish? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some relish? I've eaten it from the jar these days. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it with me to the restaurant. <laughs> Fuck it, my dad's a legend. He's got That's so brilliant. many good stories. I believe my, my daughter was with me and she just sits there in silence and can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe she thinks he's lying. I don't know. I, I say to her, I'm pretty certain that's all true. Yeah, it rings true. Fucking hell. Great Why stuff. would you lie about um, a boy burning his cock on a cigarette in Genk yeah. in 1951, you know? Why would you? What's the, what's the gain from it? Especially when you've got a beard. <laughs> Fucking hell. We're, um, we're going to uh, divert now to a... a Piece of, a piece of pre-pod that was mm. uh, that you talked about as part of the Melchester episode, but it was too big. It was too big a piece of content, so we're putting mm-hmm. it in this one. Uh, so have a listen to this. This is it. I was up on my own, which I'm usually not allowed to be, because <laughs> you're not allowed. You're forbidden. No, it's not. It's sort of well known to not be a good idea if I'm left to stay oh. up late. Now, Sam, time for bed. Yeah, it's like that. But I kind of don't want to be left because I don't know when to go to bed. And I don't... <laughs> and I and the other thing is, I just like, even if I'm not hungry, if I'm left alone, I just have a pathological, like, urge to just fucking eat everything. Like, I won't do it because <laughs> other devices. people around. I just start fucking scoffing like Tubby Morton, even if I'm not, like, hungry. <laughs> oh, I'm up. Everyone else is asleep. No one will know. Quick. And so, anyway. you know, when we're going on tour, is is your good wife going to have to like issue me with, me with some like instructions about how to look after you? Uh, sure, you know, my good wife might even send you, yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a laminated sheet or something with the yeah. bullet points about how to deal with. Issue, Sam. When we're on tour, like, so I, you know, I go to bed quite early usually, and I'm just in that habit. But if I'm ever on my own, I just don't, I can't fucking get myself to do it. Well, anyway. The the that's not that's not the issue. The issue is because I was up. I thought right, I'm gonna fucking watch um, 
the Champions League highlights on BT Sport with our old mate Jake Humphrey. Oh yeah, he's he's got he's got that um, podcast which is really successful called "Be the Absolute <laughs> Best Elite Bastard You Can Be." Like me, a troubling fucking bastard. It, it, it's called something like "Be the Tallest You Can Be," yeah. like with me, Jake Humphrey. He's really into it. Uh, he's taken over from Lineker doing the Champions League. He's probably who delighted. Was it? Who, who was it who, who said you could increase your shoe size with the power of thought? Probably him. Who was that again? That probably was on his podcast. Was that something that we we dealt with on here? I can't remember now. Anyway. Anyway. Think yourself it, bigger. He, 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 he was... He was uh, it's quite funny because they do this... I mean, football broadcasting, mate, is a fucking joke all round, right? Um, mm. It's just so... I think we're just... I mean, football listen... Is, that, yeah, football I, is... Yeah, I don't want to sound... The, the people involved... I've, you know, I've been in... We've both been involved in football broadcasting one way or another. What it is, is I think we're old, right? I think we're old and it's not aimed at us anymore. So, it's like, on us. this programme, they fucking... They, they're obsessed with reading out fucking tweets. And it's like, oh, what the God. fuck are you doing? Twitter, we've all got Twitter... Why are you reading out tweets? We, if we want to fucking mm. see tweets about a thing, we've got the fucking phone in our hand while we're watching telly. It's like we're on Match of the Day and they start <laughs> reading out a fucking book. It's two different mediums. But anyway, they're reading out tweets. Oh, I've got a tweet. I'll have to stop you there, Crouchy. Got a tweet here from some, from some anonymous cunt who said, I think Chelsea's defence has been great this season. Great tweet. Thanks for that. And he does say that. He goes, great tweet. But the tweets are like oh. the most... Inconsequential, <laughs> tedious tweets you've ever heard. So the t- the tweets they're reading out aren't the finest tweets ever created by humanity. They're just kind of they're just fucking punches. tweets. They just go and they interrupt <laughs> the main punditry. Tweets. It's an insult because you got Peter Crouch and Paul <laughs> Skulls, more of which in a moment, right there, and they're kind of giving their professional insight to what's going on in the game. And Jake Humphrey, through no fault of Humphreys. Um, you know, Mr. Humphreys, he doesn't want to fucking... He's just being told, go to the tweets in his ear. Go to the tweets, you big prick. <laughs> That's what the director <laughs> said. Stop fucking talking to those couple of arseholes. There's a spotty teenager in Leeds who's just tweeted a thing. Read it out or everyone will think we're out of touch. <laughs> the kids will switch off and go back to TikTok and then we're all fucked. I'll have to go back... You can't read, you can't read out of TikTok. We're <laughs> fucked. That. then football will die just like the Super League has predicted and I'll be back <laughs> fucking directing corporate videos I'm not prepared to do that Humphrey so read the tweet out <laughs> right so anyway that's all going on and one bit right because Humphreys now does the Champions League because I always thought he must have had the ump that he was the supposed face of BT Sport but mm. on Champions League which is the sort of jewel in their crown they got Lineker in Right, they did, yeah. So Lineker got the glamorize, and so then Lineker, because he's such a fucking legend, just gave it. But I'm not going to do it anymore because I want to follow Leicester in the Europa League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, <laughs> With but, my but, sons. Also, also Lineker also had the ITV game show in his back pocket that you knew about. That I fucking saw. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. He's coming. not daft. People should tune in more to this show for just the the media gossip months before it fucking totally, happens, totally, mate. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, he goes, uh, he goes. Oh, and we've got a tweet here from our old 
pal Gary Lineker. And it was Lineker saying something about United. Like, oh, every time you think Ole's lost control, he somehow finds a way to get his hand back on the wheel or something like that. Great tweet. And, yeah, Jake Humphrey goes, great tweet. We miss you, Gary. Thanks, pal. (laughs) (laughs) We miss you, Gary. I'm like, listen, Jake, you don't miss him for two reasons. One is you're delighted that you've got the gig now. But second of all, you don't don't make out your mates with him. You never fucking met him because he was in there on Wednesday nights doing Champions League and you're only there at weekends, cunt. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's bollocks. You don't miss him. Yeah. You never had him. He's never in your life. I see Lineker more than you, Jake. Because he's local. <laughs> anyway, that's not the point. The point is, right, it's oh, Paul God, this Skulls. Is, I'm going to have to cut this and put it in Friday's episode. Listen, okay, Del, come on. Paul Skulls is the most grumpy fucking cunt in Britain. Yes. Unbelievable. What a cunt. He's like, I mean, he doesn't, Roy Keane does it, and it's funny. Paul Skulls, it's just awkward, right? He is yeah. fucking late. They've won 3-2. But he's laying into Solskjaer, who presumably was his mate, or at least they were teammates yeah, for a long yeah. time. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, this is shit. The, t- the players yeah. look at their body language. We shouldn't have been 2-0 down against a team like Atalanta. Really slating Atalanta as if he was yeah. like playing fucking St. Albans, right? Fuming. And they're, they're try- and they're winding him up a little bit, trying to take the edge off, doing a few gags, like they do on Sky to Roy Keane. Right, and it kind of works. Mm. I think they kind of play with Roy King quite well, don't they? On Sky, yeah, <laughs> like they sort of prod at him in an amusing way, and he seems aware of it. But Skulls, he wasn't having it. So I, all the way through, I mean, this is just fucking awkward. This is when it reached a crescendo. They show the highlights of the Barcelona game, and then they go, "Look at this lineup, Barcelona from ten years ago: Neymar, Messi, Suarez, Iniesta. Look at it tonight, right?" And it just did, a, and it was just a load of whoever plays for them now. Shit players, Wangers. yeah, just yeah. a bunch of cunts, right? It was more or less that. <laughs> now look at these cunts who play for them these days. Pathetic. <laughs> they were literally saying that more or less. And they went, "It's a shame, isn't it, Scalzi? When you think of the great teams that you Barcelona teams that you face, he went, yeah. That's all he said, yeah. Like he couldn't have hidden his like disinterest more, right? Contempt. And I mean, does this guy even know he's on TV? At one point, I literally thought that. He thought, I thought maybe he doesn't realise the cameras are rolling. And then Jake Humphrey, who's trying to sort of, he's a bit awkward. He's trying to get the conversation going. But the financial situation we know they're in, there's absolutely no chance of them getting back to where they were anytime soon. And you know what Paul Skulls said? He didn't even look at Jake Humphrey's or the camera. He looked off, offset, and just m- literally muttered. Yeah, well, it's not our problem, is it? <laughs> Get in. <laughs> Fucking hell. And I've got to hand it. Crouchy, of course, just burst out laughing. He couldn't help it. And Jake Humphreys was quite funny because he just went, well, yeah, I suppose that's one way of looking at it, Paul, which I thought was a really good thing to say. Because <laughs> I'm like, I mean, that is one way of looking at it. I mean, so you can look at everything that way. I mean, we're just, none of it's our problem. We're just talking about football. This 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 was the highlight show that's on at like ten thirty, wasn't it? Yeah, on BT Sport. Because Scholes had been on earlier. I saw the Man United game. I watched yeah. the I watched the last second half of that. So Scholes has obviously been on since yeah. like seven. He was PM. knackered by this. And stage. this is like eleven midnight. pm. He's like, what? We're, we're still here. Fuck he was this. like, I just want to go home yeah. to Oldham. I've I've run out of stuff to say now. <laughs> Gonna go home. Go home now, cause I got um, <laughs> I got some noodles in the fridge left from last night that I want to microwave. <laughs> 
dead hungry. They offered me some food here, but it looked like muck. I have to be careful at this point because I do schools on athletic or mince, so I can't oh, have a crossover mm. incident here. Don't I need to retract and retreat mm, from okay. this feature. Right. This is it! There, that was too big for the Melchester episode and also irrelevant, so it's, there you are. Um, <laughs> that's about it. We're going to quickly do some predictions, Sam, before we go. Okay. If you're up for that. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Crystal Palace versus Newcastle. Ugh, what a miserable <laughs> fixture that is. I'll say 1 0 Palace. Yeah, I'll go with that as well. 1 0 for all of us. Results, but of course, also says 1 0 to everything. Southampton versus Burnley, another dreary, dreary fixture. Oh, uh, I think this will be 1 1. Um, I'm going to say. It's so boring, I've immediately forgotten what it is. Southampton, <laughs> Southampton and Burnley. Burnley. The most forgettable fixture of all time. Yeah. Fucking, I am fucking no. 2-1 Southampton. <laughs> doesn't care. Yeah. As <laughs> Paul the... Scholes would say, that's not our yeah. problem. Yeah, not bothered, mate. <laughs> West Ham versus Tottenham, Sunday. Oh, I'm going to say 2-0 West Ham. 2-0 West Ham. Uh, I think this will be... Sorry, Sam, I'm going to say 2-1 to Tottenham. Fucking hell. Um, Unbelievable. Sorry. Um, Sunderland versus Charlton. You can get your revenge with this one if you want. Well, I don't know enough Oh, it's about me to go form. first, isn't it? Because it's my yeah. team. Sunderland versus Charlton. 3-1 um, bu- 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 to Sunderland. I'll say 2-1 Sunderland. Oof. Okay. But finally, Millwall versus Stoke. 1-0 Stoke. 1-0 to Stoke. Uh, I think it'll be 1-0 to Millwall. Uh, that is the end of the predictions. That's the end of the episode. Don't forget, get your tickets in for our live shows. Just over a week until the tour starts, we'll get right into writing the show probably in the next few days. This show is really, really of a high standard. It's good. It's good, isn't it? It is good. Yeah, it's good. It is. And you're going to see a lot of the old favourites and a lot of new favourites in, in it. Um, and a lot of wigs. And you're going to like it. And a lot of what? A lot of wigs. So many wigs. We've really got... If you came to see the first show and liked it, you'll be blown away by the production values, the particularly the wardrobe department. The wardrobe budget's gone through the roof. So anyway, that's... I don't want to give away too much, but I tell you, I'm dressing up as a river. And the costume <laughs> has now arrived, including all the accessories, and I'm fucking yeah. delighted with it. Uh, it's sensational river, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's it from us. We'll be back after the weekend. Uh, goodbye and hold tight. Hold tight, lesbians. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 